for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, a brother-sister duo. We have Juna and Joey. How's it going today, y'all? Good. Great. Good. How you doing? Doing good. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. You know, I it's starting to warm up here a little bit, and hopefully it stays warm. But, you know, it's still February, so who yeah. knows? Who knows? I am not used to cold oh no well you guys are from west palm so i mean it, it all just kind of makes sense like i mean i'm sure it gets a little cold every once in a while but nothing like what you're experiencing in nashville right now so oh, yeah. there's no seasons in florida it's the same yeah. yeah for sure for sure uh but i'm really excited to sit down and chat with you if i'm not mistaken i think we were supposed to talk a while back but i was going through some stuff and so we ended up having to reschedule but i'm really excited that we were able to get you back on the schedule um so for everyone that's uh just meeting you for the first time all our followers and people that are listening uh what's what's kind of your introduction to music let's start there um so i kind of started at a super young age like three or four i was doing classical vocals and piano with one of my first teachers at the time and then I would do like showcases every, I think few months, we'd learn a song and then perform it at a showcase. And then that's kind of when Joey came into the picture. Yeah, I was actually a sports guy. I played basketball, baseball, football, soccer, you name it. Um, I had no intentions of doing music whatsoever. Yeah. And then one day I went to one of my sister's lessons and the teacher was like, hey, can you sing? And I was like, nah, it's not my thing. And I don't know how to sing, like it's not in me. I don't have it. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden I started doing lessons and started picking up the guitar, um, started writing songs and that's just where it came. That's just how it started. Nice. So you just kind of picked it up one day and never really stopped Joey. Pretty much. Yeah. I still miss the basketball and baseball, but <laughs> music is definitely uh, my, my niche, my, my thing. Gotcha. Was there uh, any indicators early on, like were your parents introducing you to music or how did you originally, uh, I guess this is more for Juno, how did you kind of get the uh, introduction or like the itch to start playing and whatnot? Um, well, actually both of my parents' grandparents did music. My dad's dad was an opera singer um, in Italy and my mom's dad was in a country band and he played anything with strings. So he was really uh, musically inclined. But um, it was when I learned the song Love from the movie, The Little Rascals. I used to love that movie. I'd watch it like 10 times a day. Nice. And I learned the song like L-O-V-E by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And I sang it and I performed it for my dad on our coffee table with my princess dress on and my high heels. <laughs> We're like 10 sizes too big for me. And um, I performed it for him and he was like crying. He was like, we have to get her lessons. And um, when I actually learned the song, it was funny because I made like a little choreography dance like with my dad. And every time we go to a restaurant, I was like, I don't know, four. I was yeah. super young. And every time we go to a restaurant, he'd be like, all right, sing that song, sing that song. And then I'd like do a little performance what? at like every place we went to. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's kind of when I got it started into music. 
because my dad like I sang for him and he was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's when I started taking lessons and doing classical music. Awesome, awesome. And then Joey, you kind of, at some when, at some point during the lesson taking process, you kind of got introduced to it all. Uh, at what point did you guys start uh, playing together and uploading to YouTube? Because that's kind of where you got your start, correct? Was uploading to YouTube and whatnot? Yeah, we actually started as a, uh, a rock band. We did this thing called, um, school of rock where a whole bunch of kids get together um you know they give you a certain instrument um like somebody does vocals somebody plays the guitar somebody plays the piano and then you basically learn over a period of time a couple of songs and you perform um for different venues and stuff like that and then eventually we weren't really feeling um the school of rock decided to actually make our own rock band it was playing led zeppelin you know all sorts of things and um we did that for a couple of years um and it was it was scary um, <laughs> And we were like then, so young, yeah. like playing class, like hard rock music. Yeah. And it was, my dad loved it because he's from New York, so he loves all like the classic rock stuff. Yeah, I got you. And then uh, we decided to split off from that and just do country pop. Mm-hmm. So right now we're doing like modern country. That's yeah. like our, um, genre. Our, our genre. So. Yeah. And my mom always listened to country music growing up. Um, but I guess we kind of had to like sift through some genres to be able to like find country and modern country as like what we want to be in, in the place that we want to, you know, pursue this career in. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because I never knew how big of an influence the school of rock was outside of the, just the movie. Like I didn't, <laughs> until I started doing this podcast, I didn't realize like it was an actual school that started up after this, like the movie came out and like now to, now we're getting to that point where musicians are coming out of the school of rock and like actually doing something with their career so it's it's that weird thing because that movie came out uh was it like 20 years ago maybe not that much i 2000 somewhere around there yeah something like that and it's just kind of like oh this is really interesting that you know now we're getting to that point where they've started they had the schools come out afterwards and now we're getting kids coming out of the school programs and -hmm. actually doing something with their music career so Yep. So, um, so you went through that program. How was that program? I don't think I've ever asked anybody that's actually done the School of Rock program. It was pretty nice. I learned a bunch of instruments. I met a bunch of new kids. Um, learned a lot, you know, with um, performing, like how to, um, like what to say on stage, um, like how to, like play the drums. <laughs> I played the drums for yeah, like a little bit and the bass. I learned a whole bunch of instruments, so I, I learned a lot from it. Yeah, it was definitely interesting because like they would switch you around on a bunch of different like I played bass one week and guitar the next week or whatever that might have been. And like I knew that I wasn't going to be like a a drummer or like a bass player um, like, you know, in like life. So I was like learning these instruments. (laughs) I definitely was not the best at it because like I we just had to kind of pick it up and like work with it and like Mm. practice it to be able to perform like at these shows and stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was nice though, to be able to like experiment in different instruments that you normally may not be like do if you were just hanging yeah. around. Was there any instrument that you picked up during this whole program that kind of stuck with you that maybe someday down line you'll kind of pick back up because you kind of liked how it felt or whatever? Um, I, I'm sticking with the guitar. It's like my main instrument. I also have, I also know piano. That's another one. And then I have a sax that I play. Um, that's kind of still new but i still play it 
and I really like the drums. I like the sound of, you know, I could beatbox too. <laughs> so it's kind of cool, like to learn the drums. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so then you broke away from that program, started your own, like essentially a cover band, right? You didn't really do any originals with the rock band. No, no, we really. did mostly covers. And then one day I said, you know, we need to make a YouTube channel. We need to start you know, posting on YouTube because we had 25 subscribers at the moment. Yeah. And I was like, we got to do, we got to do something about it. So every week we would post um, a certain cover of any song, like the, anybody that was listening to the most popular songs. And we would like post them on a certain day. Mm-hmm. And we were seeing a lot of growth. We were like gaining subscribers like crazy. And ever since like TikTok came about, you know, it kind of YouTube just went, you know, yeah. so we've been that, using tiktok lately so yeah that's funny because it's i've actually seen our youtube subscribers like just con- not going up drastically but just like consistently going up so i it, it's just kind of interesting how social media has changed and it's also we don't have a tiktok so like i mean we do but i don't post anything on it because i just don't have the the um the mindset or the personality yep that's the word i was looking for personality to post on tiktok like i feel like you got to be very outgoing and all this stuff and i'm just like i could do it on the podcast but being on tiktok i don't know yeah you you could probably post your podcast out there's a lot of different stuff on tiktok like dancing and music and trends and like it is a lot to like to deal with so much yeah Yeah. it's so entertaining too like i can get lost I'll just watch a few videos and I will get lost in like the TikTok like black hole for like yeah. hours. I just it's so I get lost I get lost in the Instagram reels black hole. So I can only imagine yeah. how much I'd get lost in TikTok. So yeah. It, it's bananas. Um so you, you started uploading like cover originally it was covers to YouTube and then eventually TikTok. Do you remember kind of that first song that you uploaded that you felt like changed the game for you? Mm. and this is probably more opinion based than any actual fact i feel like someone you loved by louis capaldi it was our highest viewed video and it was like super popular at the time it was kind of like out of our genre realm but we're like you know what we're doing like modern country and it's not really country at all but we're like you know it's popular and like everyone's listening to her right now so like you know what why not like let's just do something out of the box yeah. and we did it and it was like our highest yeah, it video got like, it got like 1.3 million views on yeah so i feel like that kind of changed the game i guess yeah spiked it a little bit yeah and then you uh how often were you were you are you are you still uploading cover videos to tiktok and youtube or not really so much anymore yes we definitely are still uploading uh covers on youtube we kind of had slowed down a little bit because of covid and mm-hmm. we couldn't really get into the studio and then we had to yeah. kind of adapt by doing them like at our home studio and that was a little bit difficult to readjust um but we've been getting back into the studio now and we've definitely been posting a lot more consistently on youtube mm-hmm. and as far as tiktok um we do do a lot of like short little clips of like mm-hmm. covers that people comment and stuff and we've also been doing a lot more of like trends and stuff to yeah. you know just Get ourselves out there and posting some of our like original music and seeing how people react and we'll also post that to instagram reels yeah. and you know, twitter and all those other social medias as well. yeah for sure it, it's very interesting watching how you guys do because like when i pr- start promoting each episode like i'll just kind of post everywhere and just see 
where everybody kind of or like as far as the artists go where they migrate to like promote heavily and you're one of the very few bands that everywhere i posted you were right behind me either sharing it liking it or whatever (laughs) and i'm like man why can't every musician be like this? Cause usually it's just very, they're usually very Facebook heavy or Instagram heavy. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like when I posted it on Facebook, you were right there, Instagram, you know, and all that stuff. So it was just like, sweet. That's that awesome. Of people. And like also um, us just like making sure that our social media is constantly like updated and like mm-hmm. they've got all the new like, up, like features and everything. So it is hard to, you know, come up with content. Yeah. It is hard. And, like, it's like TikTok, I feel like it's like a full time job. Like literally it takes like sometimes we'll film a TikTok and it'll take like some of like the like the more production y ones. Like we just did one that was like a trend where it was like a Celine Dion thing where it was yeah. like you start off like all like mellow and you like break out into this whole like ordeal and like this whole like stage set. Yeah. Um and that took us like three hours to film. And like just thinking that that's one platform of social media, then you have Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you have all those other platforms. And mm-hmm. then like writing music and doing shows and touring is like, yeah. <laughs> it's so much to think about. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the thing about there was no social media, like back then, back then. Yeah. So, like, people do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's more like, and it, the kind of the funny thing is, is like, I'm definitely very much in on the social media thing, not to turn this into a whole marketing and promotions <laughs> thing, but like, I'm very, still very much into the, like the whole social media thing, but kind of reverting back 20 years, like even email right now is just absolutely bananas. Like our email list, we get like 60% open rates on everything that we do. And if you talk to any promotions person, that's like, insane so it's um it's really interesting how just like even yeah we're so technologically advanced but if or not technologically advanced but like um there's so much free publicity out there with social media and whatnot just kind of taking a step back to like old school advertising tactics it's still very effective (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah That, that stuff that stuff works as well because not a lot of people are doing it. So you just got the real estate right now to just kind of do what you want to do. You just got to be able to, or willing to put in the work, you know? So um, let's kind of transition here a little bit to your, uh, your most recent single till your heart breaks, which was released. The single was released last year, uh, but you just recently released an acoustic video for it about two weeks ago. Um, What's, the story behind that song um story is kind of like about not appreciating a great love that you had until you kind of lost it and not understanding like the means for a good cry or not really getting how not really understanding about how good you had it or how um good someone was for you until your heart breaks that's one of those songs where you take your phone out put the light on you get the the tissue box it's one of those (laughs) get the uh instead of flicking the lighter you take the phone out yeah (laughs) Yeah, i got you i guess that's the thing people do now i still like having the lighter with me and just you know doing one (laughs) of these numbers but you know it is what it is um so is is this kind of a line of singles that you're doing right now with till your heart breaks are you are you ultimately looking to do another like full-length album like um yeah we actually we're kind of putting together like a self-titled EP and we mm-hmm. have something good to miss that 
came out last year. Was that last two year? Two years ago. Oh my gosh, I feels like yesterday. So we have Something Good to Miss that came out two years ago, and then we have Two Heartbreaks that just recently came out um, at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And then we have two others coming out as well, but we're kind of releasing them like slowly, mm-hmm. not all at once. So they're going to ultimately be put together. Yeah, like every eight weeks, we're going to release a song. And then we're going to um, record actually some new songs. I'm recording with a new producer and eventually, um, you know, put out put some new music. Hopefully put together like a full album. Gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, because what was kind of throwing me off was I saw like the volume one and three, but for whatever reason, I couldn't find a volume two. So I was, is there a volume two? Like as far as like on Spotify, the albums, you have volume one and the three. Covers. Their covers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for some yeah, reason, yeah. Though, it's all messed up. Like, I don't know how to get it. <laughs> like, like the volume two, I don't know where it went. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, we have volume one, two, and three for like all of our YouTube cover stuff. Okay, so gotcha. On Spotify, mm-hmm. and not have to go through YouTube. I don't see but um, then we have like all of our other songs. Like, yeah, our original the, type your back. original stuff. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Completely understood. And um, so you, you're event. Hopefully, eventually, or you're working towards an uh, an album. You said an EP, or an, would it be an LP? Um, hopefully, like an album, like a full. Okay. Thing. Gotcha, gotcha. And then um, as far as like, since you're kind of actively working on that, what is your creative process when it comes down to like writing and working towards an album? Well, we have like this, we have like this cookbook thing that we use, we write certain titles down in it, um, different ideas, what our mom and dad says, television shows, just a whole bunch of different, um, you know, brainstorming ideas to you know, find that because it's hard to come up with a song and, like, and, and something new, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. a lot of songs sound the same. So it's kind of hard to think of something that somebody's never done before to try to go into different territories. Um, but most of our songs are modern country. Mm-hmm. And usually when it comes to writing, June and I will co-write songs. We'll have write songs together. And sometimes we write songs on our own. It just depends. And then uh, we think of the harmonies. And we also do a lot of rights uh, with co-writers like Kaylee and Lowe or um, Bill DeLuigi or Brian White. And we get together in Nashville and like do that, which is really fun. Like I love writing with co-writers because like there's a bunch of different ideas and like fresh, you know, ideas. And I feel like the more writers, the people. better because yeah. people have more ideas, more input on different things to yeah. make it better. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That, and that's one thing that I really like about Nashville in general. And you'll, you, you'll see like other music scenes are starting to pick up like the co-write thing, but I feel like it's a huge, such a huge thing in Nashville. Like a lot of musicians that go to Nashville for the first time and they get invited to a co-write or find themselves in one They they just don't know how to kind of work it or navigate it. And then, but I guess that's like the magical thing about Nashville, right? is it's yeah. everybody's there even though you're like kind of competing against each other everybody's there yeah. to support one of another which is yeah. really cool so i actually go to uh, berkeley in boston and i'm oh. taking a songwriting class at the moment so it's definitely helping me um i'm learning about like unbalanced and balanced lines about songwriting and what words rhyme together um perfect rhymes like imperfect rhymes stuff like that so it's definitely giving me a boost in writing so I'm yeah really for sure for sure. And it, you know, it, I talked to a lot of musicians that are coming out of Berkeley or went to Berkeley for a year and then like just got the information they needed or whatever classes they wanted to take. Um, and just kind of having that 
well-rounded education about writing or like whatever technical aspects you may be missing is actually kind of really cool. So um, that's cool that you're going to Berkeley. How long are you just going there for certain classes? Are you actually going there to get a degree? Um, I'm also getting a degree. Okay. And I'm also um, taking like different classes, like music theory, um, guitar class, stuff like that. So different things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, cool. And so just kind of moving forward, uh, you're working on the album, you're uh, in Nashville recording and writing and uh, doing everything that you can there in Nashville. Um, how has the pandemic kind of affected everything? Cause I know in, 2019 you had a bunch of steam you had like the nickelodeon show that you were doing and then you had like all this steam built up and then 2020 hit and it's just like everybody kind of lost everything so yeah it's definitely difficult especially for us musicians like playing gigs and going on tour and even meeting people like in the studio like i mentioned before Mm -hmm. you know everything definitely changed for the worse (laughs) yeah Um, but we kind of took that time to like work through like a lot of like the stuff behind the scenes like our social medias and build those up like from our house like and also um we try to consistently like try and record stuff like with the home studio like how i was talking about um and i would say yeah we kind of just took that time to like work on stuff that we wouldn't i mean we would do but wouldn't normally do with like everything that was going on like Mm. when covid was really rampant yeah um and yeah, it kind of sucks because we like we hadn't um, seen our band in like months or like a year, and we're like, yeah. "Hey guys!" <laughs> when everything I, was chill, we were like, "What's up?" Like, it's good to be back. And then we've been, you know, still playing out some shows and doing that now that we can get out there and play some more stuff. Yeah, and to pass the time, like during COVID, we uh, decided to do this COVID covers thing. We took a whole bunch of different songs that had to deal with um, being separated or. Having to, like, to do with like COVID and like how, um, like a sad like just to just to kind of cope with in that time and like listen to songs and relate to them. So we did like songs like Six Feet Apart mm-hmm. and All of Myself, like songs so that people can relate. And thank you to uh, thank all the people like in the medical and mm. fire department yeah. and everybody. And that was all. That was all just the two of you by yourselves recording everything and producing everything, or did you? Oh, we actually have like um, a producer who does our YouTube stuff. We would Mm -hmm. record everything at our home studio and then send it to him, and he would kind of finalize everything for us. And then we'd film the video, um, and then post them on our YouTube. And they are also on Spotify too, as like an album. Gotcha. Do you guys do any of like the virtual concerts or any of the that stuff? Or virtual sure actually yeah virtual we, did. we did some yeah we did some virtual stuff and we also did crs virtually mm-hmm. last year um we did like a little performance like before like the lunch gathering of like mm-hmm. all the people all the djs which is really cool because we have some people today and they're like oh i saw you on last year's like live stream we're like oh yeah. that's so cool <laughs> yeah we were also supposed to go on uh, america's got talent um and then COVID actually like just kind of hit so we decided to not do it Mm-hmm. They and, stopped flying yeah. people out to LA, so we couldn't even get on a plane to go, and it's kind of like sad. But but, but you know, that's no, for reason. Yeah, new doors open, so. Mm-hmm. Would like were you guys going there to like audition on the live show, or had you already made it past that point? Uh, well, we were going to do like the in person on camera audition. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so that's what we were going to do, but then unfortunately yeah. it didn't work out. Yeah, COVID struck at a very interesting time for a lot of musicians. Yeah. I know down here, like we were getting ready for South by Southwest, South by Southwest canceled, that it threw a crimp in everybody's plans. I had a lot of musician friends that were supposed to be coming over from like England and the UK and that area, and they lost all that money because they didn't have travel insurance or whatever it was. So, mm. um, crazy, you know, yeah, everybody's like 2020 is going to be the greatest year. I know. It's yeah. Crazy. This is like, over with like 2020. And I graduated online. <laughs> Yay. That, that was the saddest part. Like I, obviously I didn't go through that. I'd been graduated for some years. I'm not going to age myself out like that, but, um, you know, just seeing all these high school seniors and college seniors that have been waiting four years, eight years, whatever it was, and they had to do it online or not at all <laughs> or whatever. And it's just like, oh, that sucks. Cause I know, yeah. You just so. saw Joe's picture on a screen go by. And we're like, yay, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you guys are uh, based out of West Palm. Are you born, raised? Uh, uh, originally from West Palm, like, or did you move there later on at some point? Uh, yeah, we were born and raised there, but we had just, we just recently bought a house um, up by Nashville. So we kind of go back and forth between the two. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, Nashville, we've said it before, but Nashville is a cool place. So oh, yeah, I've, I'm looking to move there soon. So hope, I'm saying yeah. by November, cause that's when my lease is up. So <laughs> putting it out there in the universe. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. So yeah, I heard housing prices are. Well, yeah, a lot of people moving here. It's it's getting crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, housing prices in South Florida aren't much better. Like my dad <laughs> yeah. lives down there, so I'm very well aware of housing prices in South Florida. So, mm -hmm. you know, we'll see how it goes. But anyways, um, just kind of what what's your uh, show schedule looking like? I know you. Uh, like actively playing shows. What does your show schedule look like right now? Um, well, we actually have plans to do the Rib Roundup Festival, which is like a local festival in South Florida, mm -hmm. which I'm super excited about that. And then we have plans to hopefully go back to the UK um, in maybe end of May mm -hmm. into June, into the summertime, um, and then maybe get on a tour right after that in September here in the United States. So tours upon tours upon tours. Yeah, just doing What's a lot of traveling. What's not more fun than going on tour? <laughs> well, you. I mean, some people, some musicians like tour, some musicians don't. So I guess it's all personal preferences. And I, I guess it's. I love okay. to. I love to explore. I love um, you know, just being in England, like the people, the accents, the food, just, 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 just so many different things to learn. You yeah. know. Yeah. So when you when you're out on tour, uh, do you actually have time to like go do stuff? So like if you're in New Mexico, do you have time to go like you know just like random places? Do you get to do some of the touristy stuff, or is your schedule always so? It's usually booked. Yeah, yeah we usually like wake up, sound check, show, go to sleep early, and then oh, get ready to do the next thing, get and then your drive. Sleep. That's all. I'm saying is just it, maybe we have a day off or something. We'll go like to the local like touristy spot and check it out. But usually it's really just like schedule like that. Yeah, it's like a five hour drive and yeah. stuff like that. So. And it what what's the a... 
the back of our eyelids when we sleep on the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's our, that's our tour. That's our favorite spot to visit. <laughs> nice. That's fair. I, I was just kind of curious what your tour life is like, but if it's just back to back to back, you're running and gunning, and maybe you'll have a day off one day. So yeah. yeah. But you know, just kind of traveling and getting out is really cool. That's like. I, I, I get it. I a hundred percent get it. So, um, and then just kind of outside of music when you, when you need to take some alone time, get away from each other or, you know, what, whatever the situation may call for, uh, what's, uh, some of your hobbies, what do you do to kind of decompress? Well, I love to work out. Um, I'm really into fitness. Um, I love like eating healthy, you know, drinking a lot of water, taking, um, you know, vitamins, just, just being healthy because the music business will run you down. Mm -hmm. So definitely want to stay healthy, stay hydrated. Um, another thing I love to cook, love to eat, I'm a big eater. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I watch YouTube pretty much. That's fair. I, I like playing poker as well. Yeah. I like to cook as well. I love doing that. And I also love driving because uh, i just recently got my license so i just love to and i also just recently got a uh ford f-150 for my birthday which has been like the great thing to ever happen to me nice. so i love driving around town like all day just yeah we'll get home that. she sits across she's like oh my god my baby <laughs> <laughs> that's your baby and yeah. i also love to fish we used to do that a lot we used to like um be close to water so we'd go and like Fish. cast a line no yeah. <laughs> so i like I, doing that when i have time like with my friends because that's so fun yeah listen to I, music you know nice take the nice fresh air in yeah. time outside you know when i when i go down there go down to south florida visit my dad i like to i always want my want us to go offshore and go fishing like just going out to the jet stream or whatever and just like try and catch some of the big fish that's always fun and exciting so yeah we always we love to do the um like rent a boat and like go fishing on it like we did that for joey's most recent birthday we went and like we caught a bunch of stuff out in connecticut yeah. when we were up there we were actually doing like a tour up there but we it was like joey's birthday so you're like what can we do while we're in connecticut this like in a rent state off. like we'd never been here like so we didn't know what to do so and one time i was back booked to, back to back <laughs> yeah and we one time we did this like thing like it was like you go on the boat and whoever caught the biggest fish like wins money or whatever yes i'm not trying to brag but i was the one who caught the biggest fish no did i reel it in no but did i get it on my pole yes <laughs> my dad had to reel it in for me but it was literally as tall as me which means you didn't catch it I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I still like to that I did. <laughs> Boy, if nobody knew you were brother and sister before, they knew right then and there. They found out <laughs> right then and there. Yeah, that was that, it. That is literally how my sister and I, that is how my sister and I act towards one another. It is amazing. It's <laughs> so, um, so th this is kind of a two-parter question. We have a qu uh, question in the chat. Uh, Jojo wants to know, They've never been to Nashville, but what is so cool about Nashville? So much. Broadway. Oh, yeah. Broadway is so nice. Like mm. that one strip of all like the bars and like everything's popping down there. One night we went down there, like I think it was around the summertime and they had like blocked off the street completely because there was no room on the sidewalk to walk. So people were just in the streets walking back and forth. There was no room. Um, and although we can't 
really go into the bars at nighttime. I think they like close them at a certain time for like underage. Well, we um, can't go at all. I mean, you can go in the eighteen. In the daytime, you can. Like old red, we played there. Well, yeah, I'm just saying you have to be twenty one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to like participate in bar yeah. activity. But yeah. um, we used to like to go that, down there because it's like really fun and meet people and like almost there meet with yeah. musicians and stuff. That's fun, and then. I would say just like the people here are so nice and just like the best people mm-hmm. and they have great restaurants and like a great atmosphere. So I would say just, there's so much to, and there's like in the place, there's a place called the Gulch where mm-hmm. it has like the iconic like wings, like the butterfly wing picture. Yeah. Um, that's really nice to do some shopping and like go hang out. It reminds me of like a New York, but like not country really. New York. Like a country New York. <laughs> Western and not, and like not as around. And not as overwhelming. It like yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. as overwhelming. It's crowded, but there's yeah. still like a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you'll find a oh, whole bunch of Oh, and they just music. recently put like a huge mall, like of like a bunch of like shops and like renovated mm-hmm. everything. Um, is it so, over by the uh, Opry? Where I think it is. I yeah. think so. Not really sure. Yeah. Where I was, uh, I went out to Nashville like just before the pandemic hit, like the January before the pandemic hit, and we went down to Bro- we had like a morning off because we went down there to do a bunch of like a live acoustic sessions and stuff with a bunch of bands that we had met over the years. And we had like the morning off. It's like, okay, what do we do? I wanted to go to Broadway. Cause I wanted to go to the blues, uh, BB Kings. I wanted to go to BB Kings on Broadway. And what's the secret to parking in, in that area? Because I was not going to pay $25 or whatever it was for an hour. Well, I had if- if you're my dad and you're a crazy New York driver, you make a spot. <laughs> you just, you, just you gotta make your own spot, whether that's risking getting a ticket or not. Honestly, I don't even know where you park in Nashville. Like, I can't even think you of a parking just walk place. There. Okay. <laughs> park. Don't park. Don't it's even crazy. take a car. Take a bike. Yeah. Okay. Take that's both fair. of them. You'd be better off. <laughs> that, that's very fair. Very fair. Because it's crazy. I drove there and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the lot or BB Kings. I'm going to just enjoy it for a half hour and I'm good. Except it was going to cost me $25 to park. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, do we really want to spend $25 <laughs> just to park? Like we could go yeah. get a really nice breakfast instead. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah. So, um, just to kind of reverse that question a little bit while you're in Nashville, what's one thing you miss about South Florida or West Palm beach? The beach, but we never go. Honestly, we don't. I feel like people who are from Florida or like in a beach area, either go every day or never go at all. I feel like there's no in between. (laughs) You either are there all the time or you go like once in a blue moon or like once every month or you aren't and you go right. Like, once a week or whatever, but I just feel like it's like that for some people. I don't know. Yeah, we never go to the beach, so it's fair. I would say something I miss maybe would be friends and family. A lot of our families from Florida and also a bunch of our like hometown friends since we've been growing up. So I'd say that, miss them. And also like Osables. I love Osables so much and they don't have them here, so. Really? I think they just recently opened a place. Oh no, wait, they do have them here. They don't have a ton, but um, <laughs> it's like my favorite thing ever. So okay. and they do really well in Florida because it's like yeah, Florida. Yeah. You know, I just feel like they would be good in Florida, and they are. So gotcha. I, I was... Yeah the the few the. 
few months that I've lived in Florida off and on in, at least in South Florida, I've been to the beach maybe once and it was the waves, <laughs> the wind was blowing and the waves were really big. So you had like all the surfers out there and I was just like, okay, let's go check that out. Cause that seems kind of cool. And yeah. yeah. Sorry. It was honestly like a stressful time. Like going to the beach is not as relaxing as they say it is. No. At least for me. Like I feel like the sand gets everywhere and the water is like salty and you just ingest it and then like you get all like in your lungs and, and then then if the sea turtles laid their just recently laid eggs, you gotta be careful of a sea turtle nest and, <laughs> and then the stingrays come up on the shore and the you jelly, step on shells jelly, and Yep, jellyfish. Yeah, <laughs> the stingrays, the jellyfish, and then you get shells in your feet and all that. Um, it's a stressful time. And then you're eating your sandwich and the seagulls are all flying above, like yep. trying to get a bite. Like <laughs> Yep. Although you gotta watch out for them seagulls because they are vicious. Those get those... they are ruthless. Yeah, yeah, I had a for... they do anything. They would do anything for a chip or a bite of your freaking public self. They'd do anything. Yep. I I'm I'm yeah. So um once again, I do want to thank you all for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Um, if anybody wants to check out the new music or anything, any of your upcoming shows or anything else you got going on, uh, where's the best place for them to do that? Um, you can pretty much find everything through our website, like our social medias, um, junaandjoey.com or our at handle for all the social medias, which is Juna, J-U-N-A, the letter N, Joey. Yeah, we also have a band in town to, to know like when we're playing, like where we're playing, what time we're playing. Um, so you can, you know, if you're like, oh, they're playing in Arkansas. Oh, we live in Arkansas, let's go. So yeah, we also have a band in, band in town and we also have a music video for our songs on all platforms, so go check those out. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome, awesome. Before we wrap this up though, we gotta do one last thing. Everybody that comes on the podcast gets one spin of our random question generator. Oh, it is okay. a nifty little app that I've recently discovered. What's it called? I might have to get it. It's called 21 questions, except oh. it's a lot more than 21 questions. So, um, I think I, actually, this is, this one's quite funny out of the two of you, which one is more likely to get pulled over for speeding. <laughs> Definitely me. <laughs> she is a pedal to the metal. Literally, like, we'll be Shall at a red we? light. We'll be at a red light. And she goes 70 miles to it. I'm like, Drew, where are you going? <laughs> everybody, everybody stopped with all the headlights. And she's like, I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> okay, well, on the contrary to that, Joey is the slowest driver no, I have no. ever no, seen. No. When I'm in the car with Joey, I and pressing like my fake gas pedal because he's going so slow. Oh. I just can't sit there and talk. I go to speed No, he drives so slow. Like he just like sits there and the way he drives, let's not even talk about that. Like this. <laughs> like, he doesn't even sit back in his seat. He's like, I so back, trust me, when I work like, out at the gym, I'm tired. I'm not like doing like this. I'm like, <laughs> well, it sounds like June is ready to take on the traffic of New York City. Oh, I'm so ready. Actually, I don't think they're ready for me. <laughs> they need to be ready because they're going to be just on chilling and all of a sudden. <laughs> That's fair. Very fair. But um, once again, I want to thank you all so very much for hanging out and chatting with me for a little bit. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in that tuned in with us on Twitch. This is a new venture for us. Usually we, we used to stream on Facebook, but now Twitch. 
we've heard so many positive things that we made the switch. So if anybody that's been watching hasn't followed us, please give us a follow. We'd really appreciate it. And if anybody wants to hang out with me for a little bit longer after the podcast, I'm going to go jump over into my friend's stream. Uh, so I'll be over there if anybody wants to. There are the links in the comment thread there. So if you want to come hang out, that's cool. If not, I get it. Uh, Juna and Joey, once again, thank you all so much for hanging out. And I can't wait to catch you in Texas or Nashville, catch a show, whatever it is. You know, uh, I'm really excited to see where things go. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. All righty. You guys have a good one and we will talk to you later. You too.